Hello Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to the post-game show, welcome to the post-game pod, uh, welcome to Britsburg, um, I'm the voice from across the pond, Owen, your podcast host here in sunny Britain this morning, um, after a very late night last night, um, 1.15 kickoff, uh, 1.15 a.m. kickoff over here in the UK, finishing around about quarter to five, ten to five, and then back up about half past six this morning. So lots of coffee needed here in the UK, lots of coffee needed to keep us awake. Um, but wouldn't miss my Steelers for the world. I've not missed a game this season so far, even if it's involved staying up till 4.45, 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, wouldn't miss it, no matter what the conditions, no matter what. Um, I can't miss my Steelers. Love my Steelers, addicted to my Steelers. Um, even at points when you think they're going to get slammed, hammered, you can't turn it off. You just cannot do it to them. Um, you th- with, you've got to be a fan through thick and thin. Win, uh, lose, and even the, the hideous tie. Um we are Steelers through and through. We bleed black and gold. No matter what happens this season, no matter what happens with the records, no matter what happens, we are Pittsburgh Steelers fans and we stick by our team no matter what. So, yesterday's game. Well, it turned out to be a pretty incredible game in the end. Um, and We came oh so close to winning that game. Oh so close. Uh, the effort in particular in that fourth quarter was absolutely outstanding, I thought. The, they they really fought and they could have quite easily come away with the victory. Um, if I was a San Diego Chargers fan, and I've been getting some abuse this morning on Twitter from San Diego Chargers fans, calling Cam Haywood scum, for example, um, saying that he assaulted Justin Herbert and he should have been ejected from the game. Um, there's the Chargers fans seemingly choosing to ignore the fact that, obviously, um, one of their players' forearms smashed Najee in the head and then hit a defenceless Cam Sutton on the floor to the head, knocking his helmet clean off. Um, both of which weren't called, of course, by the officials. Uh, something the Chargers fans, um, the San Diego Chargers, as I'm going to call them, uh, fans seem to ignore. Uh, not that I was aware they had any fans because the majority of uh, SoFi Stadium last night seemed to be Pittsburgh Steelers. Lots of t- terrible towels twirling in the crowd last night uh, pretty embarrassing when you're when the away team outnumber the home team but i suppose that what that's what comes of the fact when you're squatting in someone else's stadium um so far stadium obviously belonging to the la rams um and la belonging to the rams really um god knows what the charges are doing there um so in terms of the game 41 to 37 Let's have a look and let's have an analyse. Let's have a think about the Steelers last night. Um, I thought Ben was fantastic. Uh, you know, to say that at the start of the week he was sick as a dog, suffering from COVID, um, and he didn't practice all week to come back and put in that type of performance. It was a virtually. It was a brilliant performance from Ben. It was an almost put the team on his back and win that game for for the Steelers. Um, as I mentioned in my keys to victory the other day, I needed the offense to step up, and I think Ben really did step up. Um, on Sunday night. That's something we wouldn't have seen from Mason and, and Ben was fantastic. You know, 28 completions of 44 attempts, 273 yards, three TDs, no interceptions again. And he was sacked three times, but that way were hardly his fault. Um, so, Big Ben for me, a real positive. Um, and if Big Ben can play like that for the rest of the season, then it gives us good hope that the offence is going to get better. And the fact that we posted over 30 points for the first time this season, it, again, is a, is a massive positive for me um, going forward. Um, one thing that really frustrated me last night, again, was the running attack. We seem to have this inability to run the ball well. 
we were playing against the worst rushing defense in the NFL and we made them look like a steel curtain when it came to uh, running, running the ball. Najee tried his best, but again, he was on his own. Snell, Balage, there were no help at all. We have no quality RB2. Why we're not trying Ant Mac at that position? God only knows why Ant Mac's done so wrong to not even get an opportunity to try and be the RB2, which seems a bit of a waste considering we spent a lot of preseason running uh, two men in the backfield with Ant Mac and Najee, and we don't seem to be willing to try that now in the season. Um, you know, Benny Snell uh, is just not the answer at running back. He he isn't a he, he, he to be honest with you, I'd rather have a legless donkey there than him. He just he is that useless. Um Kalen Ballage is a you know, he's a good RB three, he's a, a muscle back, he's not a change of pace back. Um and that for me was was showing that the run attack again was underused and underutilized. I know that part of that was because we were playing from behind a lot of the game, but we just didn't use the run. And again, I know the O-line had a role to play in that and more about the O-line later. But for me, the run attack yesterday was very, very poor. Um, also, the jet sweeps didn't seem to work yesterday. They seemed to have been figured out. Um, you know, A couple of jet sweeps tried yesterday, like Chase Claypool, for example. They just didn't come off at all. Um, it's a bit like Matt Canada and the tricks. He's with a one-trip pony, the jet sweeps, and he's been figured out by teams. Um, and... This is something I think that Canada needs to sit and look at. Um, one thing that was evident yesterday was um, in the um, in the third or fourth quarter, I can't when it was now, um, when we threw the ball on uh, first and goal to go again three times rather than run the ball, you just saw Ben turn to the sidelines and it was like he was saying, what on earth are you doing? What are you calling? Why do you think this is going to work? What is happening? And to me, Big Ben looked frustrated. He really did look annoyed and just absolutely frustrated with what was going on. Almost like a, he had this expectation that Canada didn't, didn't really know what he was doing. And for me, going down the stretch now, I think it's time to give Big Ben a bit more control over the offense. You know, This guy has, has won three FCH, AFC championships, two Super Bowls. His stats stack up with the very best quarterbacks that have ever played the game. Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Tom Brady... Drew Brees, Jamon, um, players of, of that caliber, Aaron Rodgers, for example, he's stat, stack up there with the very best. He's he's a fantastic quarterback. Give him a bit more autonomy on the field, um, because look, I've said all along about not judging Canada until he gets his own quarterback. But for me, he just seems like he he, he doesn't have. Any, any more tricks he's tried all his tricks he's run out of ideas now um, and certainly in college you looked at when he when he was successful it was when he ran the ball and then he could bring his tricks out and at the moment we're not running the ball so his tricks are not working when he couldn't run the ball that's when he was found out in college and he didn't do as well at the moment he is looking a bit like a college coach trying to coach professional sports and it's not really working uh, the receiving game yesterday, I thought the receivers, some of the receivers did very well yesterday. DJ Deontay Johnson yesterday, very good. Seven receptions, 101 yards, uh, one touchdown catch, 14.6 average, I think he, he got. Um, and the, that catch on the sidelines when he pulled it in when he was under so much pressure and been interfered with by the um, Chargers secondary was absolutely fantastic. You know, DJ is becoming a real weapon 
a real asset to this team and one of the most underrated receivers in the AFC. Um, he he really did play well yesterday. The other thing as well, you know, when he gets that separation, he can get those yards after catch, like with that uh, that reception that he took over the middle and then ran across, uh, gaining a good few yards there. So for me, DJ had a really good go and the receivers did well from that aspect. Um, I thought Chase did well in his first game back. He had five receptions for 93 yards um, with, you know, with a, with a fantastic average of 18.6 yards. Yes, he didn't get a TD, but he so easily could have. Um, for me, one of the real moments that perhaps the only perhaps bad thing that Ben did do in that game was when uh, Chase was on a clear run to the end zone. If you look at that play again, he's got nobody on him, but he had to stop, come back, catch the ball, and he fell over as he caught the ball because the ball was underthrown. If Ben could have got it a bit longer, a bit more in his stride, then Chase would have just walked into the end zone, and that very much would have changed it. And that was the play where the drive stalled at the Chargers too, because we went through on fourth down with that bizarre call from Canada to go for the shovel pass to Freyamuth, even though he had two players on him, and then they drove 98 yards and scored a touchdown. So, you know, for me, Chase had a good first game back. Eric Ebron, three receptions, 24 yards, eight average with one TD. And Pat, again, I thought that was very much underused yesterday. Four receptions, 11 yards, a 2.8 average and a one TD. Um, we didn't really see Pat enough, um, I don't think, in catching the ball and being used as a bit of a weapon, especially when the run game wasn't working. Um, so for me, Pat was a bit more use of Pat would have been beneficial yesterday. Um <sighs> The other thing about the offence yesterday, the O-line, I thought, was appalling. It was really poor again. Um, I think, obviously, missing Ke- missing Kevin Dotson big time. You know, Kevin Dotson is a mauler. He is a quality player. Um, and having Hassenhauer and then Haig to replace him, they just aren't the same. Um, even putting them together, they don't replace the quality of Kevin Dotson. And not having him yesterday really um, hamstrung our running game and hamstrung the blocking on the O-line. Um, I felt that Dan Moore was a game made a bit of a fool of by uh, Joey Bosa. Um, you know, if you look at a lot of times, he Bosa really basically pushed Moore back into Ben a lot of the time. And again, Moore really struggled. And that the the situation where he didn't have a left guard there who was going who was really supporting him and helping him, like in the same way that Dotson does. Um, I thought Chukes had a decent enough game though. He, that block that he threw uh, for the Freya move touchdown was very, very good. Um, and Trey Turner was was okay. You know, but Trey Turner I think is playing banged up. You know, he injured his ankle in the last game, and I think he is playing very much banged up. The O line didn't open enough holes for me for the running game, and then those sacks they gave up at the end when Joe Hay kind of just gave up kind of just like turned like a turnstile and allowed the um the san diego chargers or the chargers or the phone chargers or whatever they're called to get at ben really easily put into that situation when we were thinking that fourth and 32 um you know we had a real opportunity to go for it on that last drive to drive the length of the field like ben is capable of and to win the game still and the o-line kind of just gave up for me and didn't play well one of the most frustrating things about yesterday's game, um, and I know we had TJ missing, we had Minka missing, we had uh, Joe Hayden missing, and we've got a lot of other defensive options missing in terms of you know, Carlos Davis, Stefan Tuitt, um, and also uh, Tyson Alualu. And we've lost players. Um, and later on this week in the pod, I'll be talking about the defence um, and what we've lost and what we've replaced with and how they're, why they're looking as they are. But to me, no TJ, no go. You know, the pass rush didn't 
wasn't as effective as it could be yesterday. You know, Cam was double teamed a lot of the time, so couldn't get at the quarterback. Um, Alex Highsmith, I thought, did a sterling job. You know, where, when he switched positions and he went to the to TJ side, the left side of the line, and got one and a half sacks. You know, put Herbert under a bit more pressure, put Eckler under a bit more pressure. I thought Alex Highsmith looked really good and and played very very well for me. Um, so credit Alex Highsmith in the defence. Um, I also thought, obviously, that Cam Hayward was absolutely fantastic. You know, once again, I'd say, you know, I know Cam Hayward's not British, but the guy should be knighted. Sir Arise, Sir Cam Hayward. He has heart, he has fight, he, he's our leader. He's, our, he's the main man. And that play when Herbert took off running and he was the only man that chased him down. You saw him chugging down the field and him taking... Herbert down when the rest of the secondary had kind of just given up. You saw James Pierre lying on the floor, and I think it was Sutton or someone else lying on the floor. You know that that was pretty damning. But Hayward never gave up. He fought the whole time, and the abuse that he's taken this morning on on Twitter from some Chargers fans calling him scum because they're saying they hit Hayward hit um, Herbert. Um, whatever you know, just. Get over yourselves, Chargers fans. You're a little club that doesn't matter. You know, you're the Chiefs lapdog. Get over it. Um, I thought Cam Sutton had a decent game as well, apart from obviously that blown coverage at the end. Um, the interception he got, pass breakups. I thought, you know, Cam Sutton did very well. But you know, one of the biggest frustrations for me for the defence last night was in the first three quarters, we just could not stop them. Sat there watching the game, they just seemed to be able to move the ball at will, do what they want, run the ball where they wanted, pass the ball where they wanted, and it it was just it was frustrating. And and I know TJ wasn't there, and I know Joe wasn't there, and I know Minka wasn't there, but still somebody step up, like I asked for in my one of my keys to victory, my my battle for asking for the backups to step up and show that they're Pittsburgh Steelers. They didn't do that for me. Um, you know, some of the numbers on the field, again, who, who were they? Archie Bong, for example, that number 50, um, who was he? Um, you know, the, the, again, it was just frustrating to see them being able to move the ball at will and the inability to stop them. You know, I can't help but feel that if we'd had TJ and Minka um, and Joe playing, that we would have won that game quite easily yesterday. You know, they wouldn't, Herbert wouldn't have had the time that he had to pass the ball. You know, if you looked at Herbert's throwing, he had time in the pocket. It was a lot of time when he was stood there. He could go through read after read after read and come back to his first, check his first read again and constantly just keep checking. And also the running as well. The fact they just let him run. They, they didn't cone him in at all. There was times when he just took off running and he just, no one wanted to seem to tackle him. You know, Herbert's figures, 30 of 41 for 382 two yards and three TDs and 90 yards on the ground. The guy's not Lamar Jackson, but we made him look like Lamar Jackson yesterday. Um, so for me, that was a big frustration. The fact that, you know, when we had them in third down positions, we just seemed to let Herbert was like, help yourself, Herbert, have a run, get that first down. You know, we like staying on the field being defenders. We just needed to stop him yesterday. And I know how not having, um, Minka, and I know not having Joe is a big loss, and I know that if we had TJ, for example, it would have really helped. Um, did Taco Charlton even play? I never heard his name called um, out. Um, and also the you know the that touchdown at the end, you know, after we'd taken the lead, we got them at 37-34. We needed the defence to hold, and 
They train Norwood and Cam Sutton absolutely blew the coverage on uh, Mike Williams. You know, as I said in my pre-game pod, uh, Mike Williams is a real, you know, long ball threat. He's a threat to extend the field, and that's exactly what he did yesterday. He made Norwood look silly. Sutton was out of position, and that was it. I can't help but feel that if we'd had Minka, that wouldn't have happened. You know, Minka would have flown over there and absolutely nailed him, and they wouldn't have got that touchdown. Um, you know, the Chargers fans celebrating your victory. Yeah, well done. You, you know, you won the game. You played well. But, you know, remember, we didn't have Minka. We didn't have TJ. We didn't have Joe Hayden. Three key pieces. You know, take Joey Bosa out of your team. Take Tillery out of your team. Take Keenan Allen out of your team. Austin Eckler out of your team. You don't look as good either. So, you know, it may sound like excuses, but that's something, you know, you've got to face. Uh, for me, the defence was not the, de- the Pittsburgh Steelers' defence um, that it should have been. Um, I think, you know, they can't put the blame on Keith Butler. Keith Butler can do only do so much with what he's got out there. And he just didn't have the players yesterday to stop the run or stop the pass. And that's what concerned me. Giving up 41 points on the road is a big concern. And once again, you know, not being able to stop the run. Stop the goddamn run, for goodness sake. 153 yards on the ground. 90 of those going to a quarterback. We've got to sort our rush defence out. It's something going forward, you know, especially going into next week against the Bengals, who've got Joe Mixon, um, who played very, very well yesterday um, against the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, busted out some long runs, got some good touchdowns. We've got to firm up that rush defence going into next week against um, against the um, Cincinnati Bengals at, uh, the Beng- at the Bengals Stadium. So the defence has got to sort itself out. We really need to get Minka, TJ um, and Joe Hayden back for me yesterday. But I thought the defence really did not play well yesterday. Really let the team down. The offence stepped up, but the defence didn't. The secondary, who, you know, my keys to victory, I said needed to step up, really didn't. With the exception of Cam Sutton, who played very well, I thought. The rest of the secondary weren't up to snuff. Um, Joe Schobert had a decent enough game. I think Joe Schobert played a Joe Schobert game. Um, Devin Bush again was poor um, didn't really help in stopping the run or the pass um, you know Devin Bush seems to be lacking something and I'll talk a bit about Devin Bush um, near the end of this podcast so going forward let's have a look at what at this game so overall you know the fourth quarter you know really good performance in the fourth quarter scoring those 24 points I really felt there sitting watching the game last night that we were going to do it in that last quarter and yes you know I thought the defence played poorly and I thought that uh, Coach Canada called a pretty poor game but I'm proud of the boys I am really honestly proud of the boys the fact they battled back they never gave up they never gave in so many teams in the NFL when you know you're that far down in the fourth quarter would have just given up you know, run prevent defense, taken out their some of their starters, just given up, moved on to next week. But we didn't. We fought, we battled, and we nearly pulled it off. And I thought the offense deserved a lot of credit for that. And in particular, obviously, Big Ben deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, for those people coaching, uh, criticizing Coach Tomlin this morning, get over yourselves. Coach Tomlin did a good job yesterday with the players he had at his disposal. I thought Coach Tomlin did a really good quality job um, on coaching the team yesterday. So, frustrating, I know, Steeler Nation, you know, a tie, now a loss, um, and we're sitting here at 5-4-1 and one, instead of sitting here, you know, at 7-3-0, um, and oh, which we probably should have been, um, you know, we've still got a, a, 
above 500 record. You know, our destiny is still in our own hands and the AFC is a mess, a real mess. I mean, you look at yesterday, the Colts beat the Bills. Who'd have expected that um, going into yes, going into the game game yesterday? You know, the Bengals went to the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders, Raiders seem to be imploding and, and falling apart at the moment. Um, you know, the the Bills... Uh, you know the bills have really fallen apart as well. This team was talked about as being a Super Bowl champion. They look nothing like it now. They're now in second place in the division behind the Patriots, who unfortunately appear resurgent. The Kansas City Chiefs as well have started to come back. And then the shock of all shocks yesterday, of course, the Tennessee Titans, who've looked really good this season and probably the, the strength of the AFC, lose to the to the awful, woeful Houston Texans. You know the AFC is a real jumble at the moment, and and and. If we can just put together some some really good results going forward now, we can keep ourselves in the run for the playoffs. Just get ourselves in the playoffs. Even if that's a wild card, it doesn't matter. Once you're in there, anything can happen. Look at that team, uh, the Coward team that won the Super Bowl, the team that were in, you know, were seen as down and out of it. They went in as the, as the sixth seed, the last seed in the playoffs, and they still won the whole shebang so there's always hope steal nation and one thing that really gives me hope yesterday was the offense appeared to come out of itself a bit more and i think that was thanks to big ben and if we can keep big ben playing the way that he's playing at the moment then i think we've got a real good chance against cincinnati next week to get that victory and also in the rest of the afc north games against our division rivals there are must win games if we can beat our rivals we can get that wild card or even win the division that's the big thing for me. So yesterday's game. Now at the end of um, NFL games, um, they give out game balls. Now my game balls, I'm going to give out some game balls to people that I thought did really well yesterday and are worthy of mention. Despite the fact that we lost, these guys did us proud. So my first game ball is going to Big Ben. Big Ben was absolutely phenomenal. Like I said at the start, this guy was six of dog at the start of the week, didn't practice, yet he put in probably his best performance of the season. He tried to put the team on his back and win this game. He never gave up. He fought till the end. You know, he's had a really tough week in terms of the fact that, you know, he hasn't practiced at all. He's been stuck at home the whole time. He's been trying to look after his family as well as get himself in the right mindset to possibly play because he didn't know whether he was going to be able to play yet on the Sunday. He's been homeschooling his kids um, because of the fact that they couldn't go to school because their dad had COVID. Um, you know, for me, Big Ben, well done. You had a great game. And you know what? When he goes, when he finally calls it a career, we're going to miss him. And the Ben haters out there, you're going to sit there in a year or two years' time when he is gone and you're going to go, I wish we had Ben back. We have been so fortunate to have had Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger as our quarterback. And he continues to be a real leader on our team um so big ben game ball number one game ball number two mr reliable mr money in the bank the wizard of bars chris boswell again three for three on field goals all the extra four from four and extra points um he just doesn't miss he's just mr automatic he is the best kicker in the nfl forget like i say justin tucker tucker's not fit to lace this guy's shoes boswell again well done chris boswell great performance again did you did your job you did exactly what you were what you meant to do you deserve a game ball. Um, another game ball I think should go to Alex Highsmith. I thought once he got 
that switch position. Um, he played really well. He tried his heart out. He tried to replace TJ's, TJ Watt. We've got to remember that this is just a, a second-year player out of Charlotte. He is not an experienced vet yet, and he did really well yesterday. He looked good. One and a half sacks, some good tackles as well. So for me, Alex Highsmith deserves a game ball. Um, the next person who deserves a game ball for me, Deontay Johnson. His stats speak for themselves. Touchdown, that catch on the sidelines. So for me, DJ, have yourself a game ball. Um, the final game ball that I'm going to give out today, um, and this is the golden game ball. The golden game ball goes to Cam Haywood. Where would we be without Cam Haywood? The guy is an absolute hero. He is the leader of our team. He is the heartbeat of our team. He is the soul of our team. And he never gives up. He fights till the end. You know, he got those paws up to bash that ball for that Cam Sutton intervention. He ch- intervention, interception. He chased down Justin Herbert. So for me, Cam Haywood, you get the golden game ball. You are the main man. Now, the people who I think get, come into the must-do-better category um, are Rush, um, and pass defense need to do better next week against the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they've got to try and shut down Joe Burrow. Hopefully, TJ will be back to push our pass rush. It's a bit sad, really, that we've become a bit of a one trick pony when it comes to um, to the pass rush, or, or two trick pony if you can include Highsmith. Um, so, for me, the defense must do a lot better um, next week um, and stop the Bengals moving the ball um, and certainly not give. Burrow the time that Herbert was afforded or the freedom to run that Herbert was afforded um, in last night's game um, or certainly not give Mixon the opportunity to run the same way that Eckler was. So for me, defence must do better. Um, and in particular, looking at the defence, there's two players I've singled out as needing to do a lot better. Uh, for me yesterday, Terrell Edmonds didn't step up at all. You know, the guy's in a contract year. He's trying to, he should be trying to prove himself, um, prove that he's worth the big money, prove that he's worth um, a new contract, the Steelers, or big money from another team in the NFL. And he, for me, didn't step up at all yesterday um, and replace Minka. Now, the next person is someone I have defended, defended, and defended. And I hate saying this, but Devon Bush, I thought, was poor yesterday. For me, he missed tackles again. He didn't keep pace with people he was meant to be covering. He didn't stuff up the middle of the field and stop Herbert from running. He just didn't have a good game again. And it's a real concern that this guy that we put a lot of our draft capital into, a lot of our faith into, seems to not be the player that we thought he was. Now, I think this is obviously partly due to the injury that he has sustained um, last year, the ACL tear. It puts me in mind of an English footballer that we used to have played over here, a guy called Paul Gascoigne. Now, a lot of you might have heard of Gaza, a bit of a crazy character. And, you know, Gaza had a lot of off-field issues, but Gaza did his knee ligaments. He tore his ACL. And one of the things that singled Gaza apart from players was that ability to accelerate past people once he'd beaten them and leave them for dead. And when he came back from his ACL tear, he'd lost that turn of pace. Now, my concern is that Devon Bush has lost that turn of pace. <coughs> Devin Bush is a bit undersized for an um, inside linebacker. And one of the things that singled him out as a, as, as a great prospect was his speed. And he seems to be lacking in that now. His speed seems to not be there. Seems to be not the trust in the knee to make the moves that he needs to. You know, perhaps it's time for the linebacker coach to sit him down, talk to him, maybe even pull him for a game or two. Um, try and do something to get the fire back under him because at the moment he isn't doing it. So for me, Devin Bush must do better.
Um, again, the O-line, I thought, must do better. They've got to keep moving forward. They've got to start opening holes for Najee to run through. Najee's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Um, you know, to be gaining yards and, and, and to be doing what he's doing now in his rookie year, running behind a pretty awful O-line. Um, so the O-line have got to do a lot better against Cincinnati for me. Uh, the other person, again, who seems to be really struggling at the moment is Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green must do better. Kendrick Green, um, whenever he's on the pulling out and running he, he's good he's a good blocker like that but where he struggles is when they come with a bull rush at him he doesn't seem to have the power to stand up to the bull rush and he gets pushed back into the into Nagia into Ben that may be to do with the fact that he's a little bit undersized so maybe that's something he needs to work on his technique and his strength strength there um so a job for the for Adrian Clem uh, the, o, the O-line coach and maybe even get some advice from, from some centers you know some experienced centers get get on the phone to Marquise Pouncey talk to him um, there's a couple of his snaps again yesterday that Big Ben had to reach for um, so he needs to get those snaps down and under so Kendrick Green for me he's got to do a little bit better he's got to I know, I know he's a rookie but he's got to keep that development moving forward if he wants to prove that he is the centre that we think he is and I know he was a guard coming out of college and he's been converted to a centre but if you look at someone like I'm not saying he is this player, but like DeMonte Dawson. DeMonte Dawson was a guard coming out of college and he converted to be one of the best centres in Pittsburgh Steeler history. So for me, Kendrick Green must do better. So just to summarise there, my game balls, they go to um, Chris Boswell. Awesome. Uh, Big Ben, thought I thought was great. Alex Highsmith, DJ, and my golden game ball went to Cam Haywood. My must do better was the pass rush and the run def- and the run defence. Um, and also Devon Bush, Terrell Edmonds, the O-line, and Kendrick Green. Um, I thought the officials did okay last night. Two things that really concerned me in last night's game, there were the forearm smashed to Najee Harris's head um, when he caught the ball that time, and nothing was called on that. Uh, Najee had to go to the tent and had to go undergo concussion protocol to see if he was suffering from concussion. And that, was a, that was one of the officials missed, and hopefully the NFL will take action against that player. Um, and the second one was Storm Norton's hit on Cam Sutton when Cam Sutton was lying defenseless on the floor after his inter- that even took Sutton's helmet clean off. That's how bad the hit was to his head. That could have done severe damage to him. And again, nothing was called. Um, so that's something the NFL need to look at. And there's the Chargers fans crying over Hayward lying on top of Justin Herbert. Um, absolutely ludicrous. Uh, definitely got their Charger goggles on there. And like I said earlier, do one Chargers. You're the Chiefs lapdog. You always will be. Um... Obviously, we've got an injuries, injury that was mentioned coming out of yesterday's game. The air uh, was um, Hassenhauer, JC Hassenhauer, got a peck injury, was withdrawn straight away from the game, which was um, obviously a concern on the O-line, given that he was the man who practiced at left guard all, all week. And the man who came into place him, Joe Haig, I thought was pretty poor. This week, we must work towards getting... TJ back, and we must work towards getting Joe Hayden back and Minka Fitzpatrick back. We need these players back. Uh, the Bengals game is really is a must win now. We've got to win that game. We can't let the Bengals sweep us. Um, we can't fall any further behind in the AFC North. So it's a real must win game for us next week against the Bengals at uh, 1 a.m. Kick- 1 p.m. kickoff in the US, uh, 6 p.m. kickoff here in the UK at uh, the jungle at the Bengals horrible stadium in Cincinnati Ohio so although it's frustrating yesterday Steeler Nation that we lost the game uh, 41 to 37 um, I think there was some positives a lot of positives to take out of the game like the offense Big Ben for example DJ Chase 
uh, Cam Haywood and all those people that I've mentioned for my game balls. Um, there's areas we need to work on developer practice. It'll be interesting to see what Coach Tomlin has to say at his press conference tomorrow um, about what they need to work on and about what are his reflections on the game. Um, you know, I thought the special teams did better yesterday as well. I thought Danny Smith should be very proud of his special teams guy and that block punt by Miles Killebrew, his second block punt this season, is, that was pretty good. Um, and Killebrew did very well there. Killebrew really is a special teams ace. Uh, so I think looking forward this week, um, let's get those players back fit. Let's get TJ back, Joe Hayden back and Minka back. Let's strengthen our defence. We need to, we can't afford to lose any, lose any more players given the fact that we've already lost you know, Stefan Tuia, we've lost um, Tyson Alualu, and we lost all those key players in the uh, off-season as well. Let's get those players back and really give our defence the uplift they need um, to improve. Get TJ Watt back and it really does change the game. You know, you can't replace TJ. TJ is a generational talent. There's 31 other teams in the NFL that would love to have TJ on their team. There isn't two TJs. And if you take TJ out of the team, it is going to make a big, big difference. He is that elite. So he's one we really need to get back for the Bengals game next Sunday. Okay, so... This is, has been my post-game pod um, from a very tired uh, podcaster here in Britsburg, in Britain. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember, you can hit me up on Twitter at Nation Britsburg Owen, or join my Instagram page, Britsburg Owen, or go to my YouTube channel, Britsburg, a voice from across the pond, or even join my Facebook group if you're on Facebook, which is called Britsburg After Join, and I'll approve you as long as you are a Steelers fan. Remember, Steelers Nation, the biggest family in the world. Once again, thanks for listening. Um, have a good week until I speak to you again. Here we go, Steelers.